0: word and prayer for all nations not by might nor power but by the spirit of the Lord of hosts Lord in the name of Jesus Christ as I share this word let your voice come forth and speak to your people by the blood of Jesus I decree the atmosphere is sanctified and blessed in the name of Jesus the door of utterance be open. Lord, any kind of hindrances to thy word, I scatter it in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Lord. Take full charge. Use me as a vessel for your glory and honor. In Jesus' name. Amen. I want to talk about avoid sending yourself to dangerous missions. Avoid sending yourself to dangerous missions. There is being sent by God and there is being sent by man or being or just sending yourself and uh, in acts chapter 16 from verse 6 we meet a general a man of god that uh, we saw respect and honor is a man that wrote like 3 quarters 3 quarters of the new testament the bible says in verse 6 now when they had gone throughout phrygia and the region of galatia they had preached the gospel they went out from one mission to another. They went out from one crusade to another. They went from one, probably a conference to another. And they had moved to several places and they saw the power of God. The Bible says, they and were forbidden of the Holy Ghost to preach the word in Asia. They had seen the power of God in a place called Phrygia and the region of Galatia. It's at different places in the, in the Middle East. And the Bible says they had preached, they had seen people getting saved, getting healed, getting delivered. miracles, signs and wonders taking place with the crippled walking. And uh, I can imagine that at that particular point, Paul decided and probably felt I need to go to Asia. So that we can see what God is going to do in Asia. The Bible says they were forbidden. They were stopped. They were not given permission. Not by anyone else but by the Holy Ghost himself. You don't have to go everywhere. Even if you are anointed by God, even if you are gifted, you have seen mighty things taking place. You have seen tremendous results. Results are not a confirmation that you must go everywhere. They were forbidden by the Holy Ghost. And the Bible says in verse 7, after they were come to Mysia, they assayed to go into Bithynia. Now they said, okay, because we cannot go to Asia, what about, uh, maybe we should go to Bithynia. When they passed by a place called Mysia, they went to a place called uh, Bithynia, like when you're coming from Kisumu, and you decide, um, maybe why don't I just alight at Kirito, in Kericho and preach the gospel in Kericho. I want to preach. And when you want to plan, as you're planning to alight in Kericho, the Holy Ghost, the Bible says, but the Spirit suffer them not. Seeing an open field is not confirmation that you should have a crusade there. Seeing, an, seeing a land where people are suffering is not confirmation that you should open a church. Seeing people struggling with various things here and there is not a confirmation that you should set up a seminar. The Bible says the spirit suffered them not and they passing by Messiah came down to trowers. And at night, I was talking about, uh, especially those ones who have been watching, the following. Uh, if you've not been watching, you can, you can go through the summons, uh, previous sermons on night intercession and the power of night vigil. The Bible says in verse 9, and a vision appeared to Paul in the night. There stood a man of Macedonia and prayed him, saying, come over unto Macedonia and help us. There's a way God communicates through visions. God speaks through dreams and visions. And the Bible says, and after he had seen the vision, immediately we endeavored to go into Macedonia, assuredly gathering that the Lord had called us for to preach the gospel unto them. There is power in waiting for God to send you to the right place. Because at the right place you receive, or when you are in the right place, you are entitled to the resources of heaven. When you are divinely located where the Holy Spirit wants, when you are divinely located in the church where God wants you to be. Not every church is your church. Not every pastor is your pastor. Not everybody who lives the Bible and says, the Bible says, has become your spiritual father. Not everywhere the word of God is being preached. You say, this is my spiritual home. The Bible says they wanted to go to several places. Asia, the Holy Ghost said, No. Bithynia, Mysia. The Holy Ghost said no. Until a time when the Lord himself appeared. The Lord himself allowed Paul his eyes to be opened in the realm of the spirit to see a man of Macedonian origin. And when they woke up in the morning, they assuredly knew beyond any reasonable doubt that the Lord had sent them to Macedonia. And I will show you what happens when you go to the right place. When you're connected with the right pastor. When you're connected to the right church. When you are doing the right business. In other words, when you discover your purpose, what happens? If you go down to verse, um, hallelujah, uh, verse number 14. Within Macedonia, when they arrived in Macedonia, and a certain woman named Lydia, a seller of purple. This was a businesswoman of the city of Thyatira, which worshipped God. Just listen to this. When you go to the right place where the Holy Spirit wants you, number one, you will meet the right people. One of the characteristics of being in the wrong place, the wrong church, the wrong business, wrong ministry, is consistently meeting diviners, consistently meeting sorcerers in the name of pastors. I thought he was a man of God. I thought he was a pastor, only to realize he was not. You were in the wrong place. When you go to the wrong place, you'll meet the wrong people. The Bible says when Paul arrived in Macedonia, the Bible says a certain woman named Lydia, a businesswoman, an entrepreneur, met Paul of the city of Thyatira, which number one, worshipped God. Divine connectors, destiny supporters are not found in the wrong place. They are found in the rightful location where God has sent you. When the Lord sends you to Macedonia, there will be people waiting for you in Macedonia. It's like this woman was waiting for Paul. She was just waiting for Paul. She was the rightful person. Number two, had us. So the woman listened to Paul and the men of God preaching. There will be favor when you go to the right people. When you go to the right place, there will not only be the right people, but the right people will hear you. They will connect with you. Had us. Number three, whose heart the Lord opened. Divine breakthroughs. Divine doors open. When preachers go to the right missions. When you go to the right crusades. When you go to the rightfully ordained church where you're supposed to be ordained. There was no provision for Abraham until he arrived in Mount Moriah. The Bible says when he arrived in Mount Moriah, three days' journey, the mountain was far from where uh, Abraham was living. It was far. Three days. That's number one challenge. Number two, there were several mountains between Abraham's residence and Mount Moriah. It was not the only mountain. No. There were several other mountains. But listen to me, my brother, my sister that is watching this telecast, this podcast. Your mountain of provision, your, your mountain that God has called you to contains your divine provision. In other words, There will be no ram caught in the thickets until you arrive at the right location. You must go to the right church, the right pastor, the right meeting, the right place, the right city, because that is where your provision is in the name of Jesus. And uh, the Bible tells me about a man called Naman, a captain of the host of Syria. And the scripture says there was no healing for his leprosy until he bathed seven times in no other river other than the Jordan River. There was River Farpa in Syria, several other rivers that he would have gone, would have gone and washed himself there. Nothing would have happened. And today, people go to wrong churches, wrong pastors, wrong fellowships, wrong places. They bathe themselves many times. They come out of those places with their leprosy. They walk in with leprosy. They walk out with the same they jump in with leprosy, they struggle, they shed, they, 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 uh, they, they sweat, they walk out with the same leprosy. Because leprosy understands instructions. Leprosy knows that when I, when I am dipped inside Jordan, my spiritual Jordan, leprosy will go. But leprosy does not go simply because you have identified any pool in the name of a church. Any pool in the name of a mission. That's what the Bible is very clear That you must ask God to show you where you must sacrifice. You must ask the Lord to show you where you must plant your commitment. You are not just committed anywhere. Not every ground the seed will grow. Not every ground there will be a harvest. There are plenty grounds where the name of Jesus is mentioned but does not dwell. There is no harvest. Avoid sending yourself to dangerous places. And uh, this is what the Bible tells us. And I want us to go uh, much faster uh, along this line. And uh, the Bible says in Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 10, a wonderful scripture in Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 10. And I want us to learn, even as we open Jeremiah uh, 1 verse 10, that spiritual warfare is prepared for. You must prepare for spiritual warfare. You must be prepared. The scripture is very clear about that. It says this. No, let me just go back to. The, these are the words of God regarding the prophet of God, Jeremiah. See, I have this day set thee over the nations and over the kingdoms. There is no power you can exercise over the enemy except the appointment of God is over you. You must receive that power before you exercise it. You cannot exercise what you have not received. You cannot exercise the authority you do not have. See, I have this day set thee over the nations and over the kingdoms to root out and to pull down and to destroy and to throw down, to build and to plant. And I want at this particular point to speak unto believers unto Christians that have not received confirmation from the Holy Spirit that you've been called unto the ministry of deliverance. You decide to go and root out before you receive. It is sending yourself to dangerous places. It is going to hospitals, going to and and casting out strange illnesses from people. And you've not gone before the Lord to receive power from God, to receive anointing. You cannot exercise what you have not been given. You cannot exercise what you've not been called to do. You must trust God to show you the right area of your calling because you'll be successful in your area, in the area of your calling. Being mightily anointed is not licensed to walk into every spiritual battle you see. That you pass through every spiritual battle and you see a fight, a spiritual, a spiritual warfare going on. You go into a village. The Lord has not sent you. You go into a city. The Lord has not spoken to you. And you simply decide to start pouring anointing oil over the entire territory without inquiring from the Lord. The Bible says in 2 Kings chapter 23 verse 29. And this I want us to read because it's a very serious thing. Uh, Let me just look at it properly. In 2 Kings. Hallelujah. I hope you're getting something. In 2 Kings 23 verse 29. Listen to this mighty man of God. Anointed man of God. Anointed by God to deal with so many things. Uh, The scripture says he's a man called Josiah. Uh, From verse 28. Now the rest of the acts of Josiah and all that he did, are they not written in the book of the Chronicles of the kings of Judah? He was a mighty man. He did mighty things by the grace of God. But the Bible says in his days, verse 29, Pharaoh Necho, king of Egypt, went up against the king of Assyria to the river Euphrates. And King Josiah went against him. Eh? this was a battle not ordained by God. God did not send Josiah to go and attack Pharaohnecho. No. In fact, Necho, in the book of Chronicles, if you look now uh, so in Chronicles, the Bible is very clear. But Pharaoneko told Josiah, what have I to do, with, to do with thee? I have not been sent against thee today. This is a fight between Pharaoneko and the king of Assyria. And Josiah decided to intervene without being directed and led by God. The Bible says he slew him at Megiddo when he had seen him. He died a death that was not his, verse 30. And his servants carried him in a chariot, dead from Megiddo, and brought him to Jerusalem and buried him in his own sepulchre. Uh, uh, And the people of the land took Jehoahias, the son of Josiah, and anointed him and made him king in his father's stead. Do not send yourself to missions, even if you've been heavily anointed by God. You must listen to the voice of God. David always inquired at the mouth of the Lord. Shall I go against them? And will I win? Shall I pursue them? Will you give me victory? Is the first sign of a mature believer inquiring from the Lord in the name of Jesus. You don't enjoy the fruits of ignorance all the time. In Acts chapter 1 verse 30, the Bible says, In the days of ignorance, the Lord winked at, which I think we can read now. In Acts uh, chapter 1 verse 30. What a powerful portion of scripture there. Because you, you do not continue enjoying the fruits of ignorance. You have enjoyed ignorance for some time. But not all the time. Scripture says. Uh, just get it uh, very well in the name of Jesus. While this man was preaching. And he told them in the days of ignorance. The Lord winked at. But now when he was preaching the gospel to this man. But now he commandeth men that they repent and turn around in the mighty name of Jesus. Why? You do not enjoy the fruits of ignorance all the time. It is not all the time. It is not throughout that you will be enjoying the fruits of ignorance. There comes a time when you must come out of ignorance and enjoy the fruit of counsel. There comes a time when you must come out of assumption and enjoy the grace of God. That comes when you, when you walk in the counsel of God, in the wisdom of God, in Jesus' name. I didn't get this uh, scripture very well, but that is what the Bible says about that. In the name of Jesus Christ. And uh, as we move on, you know, the Bible says very clearly uh, in Luke chapter 10 verse 19, that behold, I give unto you power. See, this is what I was talking about. That you cannot exercise power that you've not received. You cannot exercise authority that you do not have. And the Bible gives us various ways on how we receive power from God. The first and the major area how we receive power is in Acts chapter 1 verse 8. But you shall receive power when the Holy Ghost shall come upon you. And he shall be my witnesses unto Jerusalem, Judea, and the uttermost parts of Samaria, and unto the uttermost parts of the world. You cannot exercise power you have not received. first thing that we ought to spend time In the presence of the Lord is to receive power from God. Because when you receive that power, you can exercise it. Good intentions are not enough. When we see families suffering and you go there because of feeling sympathetic, empathetic about them. Why are they going through this situation? I will go and pray for them because I feel sorrow for them. It's not good enough. Because the yoke is broken by the anointing. Not by empathy and sympathy. Don't send yourself to places God has not sent you in the name of Jesus. Because it is unwise to take yourself to deeper spiritual warfare before you are divinely appointed. It is a dangerous thing. And uh, in Acts chapter 13, verse 2, I will share with you something very powerful and tremendous. In Acts chapter 13, verse 2, the process of being called by God. And it says... Uh, as they ministered unto the Lord. So the first thing is continue ministering to God. Because ministering unto God is divinely waiting on the Lord. When we wait on the Lord through ministry, we are preparing ourselves to be empowered by the Lord. And fasted. So it is important to take time in prayer and fasting. Why? As they were fasting, the Holy Ghost said, separate me Barnabas and Saul for the work whereunto I have called them. And when they had fasted and prayed, they laid their hands upon them. Laid their hands on them. So it's important to have men of God that speak over your life. It's good to have what we call spiritual covering over your life. They laid hands on them. They sent them away. Verse four. So they, being sent forth by who? By the Holy Ghost. Departed unto Seleucia, and from thence they sailed to Cyprus. When you go down there, especially to verse around six, the Bible says they met a sorcerer. They met a demonic altar. They they, they met a strong man of darkness. But they they, they disgraced that power. Why? Because they were prepared. They were prepared by the anointing of the Lord. They did not send themselves unto solution by good intentions or sympathy or empathy. No, they were prepared by the Holy Spirit. You cannot take yourself into deeper spiritual warfare before you are divinely appointed by God to do that. Because good motives, without the support of the anointing, can yield negative results. When you have good motives in your heart, your intentions are okay in your heart. Without the support of the power of God, it can yield negative results. Therefore, it is dangerous to have good motives, but without the backing of the power of God, you need the anointing of the Lord. It is good to contend for the anointing in the name of Jesus. Because obtaining strategy from the Holy Spirit will save you tons of effort, tons of sweat. It will save you tons of struggle. You will not struggle if you seek counsel from the Holy Spirit. Wait unto the Lord. Let me finalize this sermon by saying this. Isaiah chapter 40 verse 31. The Bible says, they that wait upon the Lord. And I just want to read it because it's a lovely scripture there. In Isaiah chapter 40 Verse 31, powerful portion of scripture, in Jesus' name. It says, but they that wait upon the Lord shall, number one, renew their strength. If you don't wait upon the Lord, and one of the things that happens quickly when someone or a people are operating outside the realm of the borders of the anointing is they will faint, they will lose steam, they will lose stamina, They will start today with a lot of effort. They will start with too much excitement. They will start with a lot of euphoria. But the Bible says it is only them that are under the cover of the power of God that shall renew their strength. They will start with a lot of programs. But to sustain those programs require invisible power. You can be able to start. And it seems like God has begun. But the Bible says they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Number two. They shall rise. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. So number two thing that happens when we depend on the anointing of the Lord. there will be rising in the name of Jesus. The enemy cannot shoot down what the Lord has started. Bible says what is born of God must conquer. It must rule. It must subdue. There is no other choice. It must subdue in the name of Jesus. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. And the Bible says number three. And uh, they shall run and not be wary. The third thing that happens when you depend on the anointing of the Lord is divine speed. You will receive supernatural speed. Divine speed is irregardless of external factors. Divine speed does not matter what is going on in the world. COVID or not. Economic recession or not. Divine speed comes from above. They shall run and not faint. That's what the Bible says. The fourth thing that happens when we wait upon the Lord, they shall walk and not faint. There will be communion with the Father. There will be fellowship fellowship with God. And there will not be fainting when you're fellowship with God. But when you walk alone, you will hear things like, I don't know what is going on. I don't know whether God is still answering prayer. I don't understand whether God is still on my side. The Bible says when we walk with God, When we walk in the Spirit, we shall walk and not faint. There will be no fainting in the name of Jesus. Why? Because we are not depending on our own strength, but on the strength that comes from above. In Jesus' name. Father, I pray for this, your servants, your daughters, your your sons that have listened to this word. I speak the grace of waiting, the grace of waiting on God. That you may renew their strength in the name of Jesus. Let the power of God come upon these families in Jesus' name, by the anointing of the Lord. Every yoke of fainting or failure is broken by the blood of Jesus Christ. Every slow motion spirit, powers that just slow people down when they want to move deep in the things of God, powers of discouragement, I scatter them by the blood of Jesus Christ. Every witchcraft voice that dilutes the commitment of your people is cancelled by the blood of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, because we shall hear a voice behind us. Yes, the voice of the Lord saying, This is the way. Walk in it when we shall turn to the right or to the left. In Jesus' name. Amen. The Lord bless you. Uh, once again, you can follow us or like us on Facebook, pray Nations and uh, subscribe to our youtube channel word prayer as one one word so you get notifications when you go live the lord bless you exceedingly you are blessed and you will not send yourself to dangerous missions because the lord will direct you the steps of a righteous man are ordered by the lord and he delighteth in his ways in jesus name shalom and goodbye for now word and prayer for all nations not by might nor power but by the Spirit of the Lord of hosts.